Good morning, good evening, listeners. This is Marianne from uh, Random Sage. You're listening to me, Marianne. Uh, I'm joined today by um, Dr. Victoria Skirbo. She has, um, well, she's an astrologist. She also uh, does tarot readings and channels messages and uh, does wonderful numerology as well through the Kabbalah. Uh, and she teaches. She's a gifted teacher. You can find her on YouTube at uh, Victoria Skirbo on YouTube. And uh, she find her videos and she's got further details in her drop down uh, menu underneath those videos. Anyway, welcome to Random Sage. Welcome, uh, Vicky. How are you? How are you going? I'm going pretty good, actually. I've been uh, quite busy and I'm uh, getting ready to go to Ireland for a week. Wow. That was sort of a bucket list thing that sort of came on as a kind of as a gift from the universe. So I'm uh, I'm excited and a little bit nervous. Well, we're excited for you because my ancestors come from Ireland and Scotland, and uh, I'm just uh, I'm just excited that you're going to visit uh, visit those lands and those people. A shout out too to our we've got Irish and Scottish viewers here on Random Sage. Um, they come from all over the world, so welcome to our audience today. Uh, we're going to be talking about are we living in a hellish kind of dystopian world um, or, and this is the uh, kicker here, are we evolving through confronting our shadow side? So for to answer that in we'll you know answer it in various ways, but I want to I want to ask you, Vicky, you're as an astrologist, what's the astro weather like? What are the main headlines, if you like, of of the times that we live in? Um, you can see the painting I have behind me. That's my homage to Aquarius. And uh, we are living in tempestuous, tem I shouldn't use big words. Um, That's okay, tempestuous. <laughs> I do it Thank all you. the time. Times. Oh, my goodness, yes. Uh, but but um, we're evolving. And as I like to say, evolution isn't for sissies. So, um, mm. you know, this is... We're at a choice point. That's the astrology says we're at a choice point. Pluto in Aquarius right now is squaring the nodes of the moon and the nodes of the moon are our, is, is our evolutionary uh, direction. Like it's the vortex of our evolution and we have to choose, are we going to continue to do what we've always done or are we going to do it in a different way? And honestly, those choices, I think, are the choice between uh, the dystopian world that you speak of mm. and the fact that we're co-creators with spirit and we can create whatever world we put our mind to and our hearts to. And I think that's an important thing because, uh, you know, I look at the world and see what's going on out there and I'm horrified. Mm. But I look around in my life and I'm going, wow, my life's like working, like and and it's it's I don't know it's just like you have to be where you at and if you things are good for you I almost feel like you have more responsibility to make it good for everybody you know what I'm saying mm. and so for those of us who were not in you know ducking from from bombs coming flying at us yeah. I, it, you know I mean that's those people don't have a whole lot of agency right now. They just have to survive, but we've got plenty of agency. And I think 
it's important for us to use that uh, for the betterment of everyone involved here, because we're all in this together. Mm. And uh, I think... Yeah, totally. Um, I was listening to an astrologer the other day. I can't remember who it was. Uh, apologies to that astrologer. But uh, what, one of the things actually was Daniel Fiverson. I think he has a YouTube yes. channel. He said to that, you know, yeah, it's, I mean, I'm paraphrasing and adding a bit of my stuff too, but I agree that um, with what you've said, but one of the things he said was rather than fight, <clears throat> fight what uh, what is happening, we have to accept at this point in time we are where we are. Yeah. And uh, the expectation that there will be this miraculous uh, one that's waved um, is 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 not it's not what the astrology is telling us and so as an astrologer myself uh, and and I you know I concur totally this these transits these massive changes of the big planets you know well Pluto not so big um, but uh, in its in don't its tell effect, Pluto don't tell Pluto that no no um, uh, it's just it's it's exposing what needs to be exposed right. and it's in aquarius where it's it's got that civic kind of societal function that we are getting a good hard look at what needs to be um looked at and yeah. what, and we're starting to realize just how important truth is and then you add the second uh major transition here saturn into pisces Yes. Which I think fits like a glove. What do you think the uh, effect of Saturn in Pisces is? Um, the, the interesting thing about Pisces is because it's the last sign of the zodiac, it sort of holds within it all the other signs. So there's so many possibilities of Saturn through Pisces, but Saturn tends to make things real. And so with Pisces, you can make your dreams real, mm. but you can also make your monsters real with Pisces because if you're caught up in addictions and and those more negative sides of mm. of Pisces mm. um your life can be, can literally be a, a living hell so it sort of depends a lot on your perspective it depends mm. on what's um and it all of course it depends on what where it's in your chart you know where where is Saturn moving through and do you have planets in, in those, those signs? But generally, um, I, I actually like Saturn in Pisces um, it, because I feel like um, we get to test out our dreams too. Because, mm. you know, sometimes we have a lot of dreams. They're not all realistic. And we still in bodies. So as much as we'd like to think we can create stuff like out of just with our mind, it's, it's not quite... It's not quite like that. And and I think that the the point that you brought up, the point that you brought up is that, you know, sometimes, you know, we can have ideas and where we want to go, but sometimes life happens and you just kind of have to flow with it mm. and make the best of whatever situation you find yourself in. And uh, I, I've mostly tried to live my life that way. And so far, you know, I'm okay. So I've had a lot of practice. Um, but that might be because my moon's in Pisces. I don't know. Yeah, right. Well, what about Saturn uh, bringing limitations into the boundless? Uh, so I always um, 
Neptune ruling Pisces, I always like to think of it, uh, I guess, in a hopeful way that um, uh, that something is coming into form, uh, that yeah. Neptune brings something into form. Saturn puts some boundaries around what we're actually bringing, its limitations, obstacles, um, the taskmaster showing us where we have to do that work. So if Pluto's exposing all this societal, um, even government, uh, government corruption, then Saturn is also uh, acting as a limiter on what it could be harmful. Um, so I'm going here to the big lies, to the, uh, you know, thinking that you can tell this big lie and get away with it because in your country at the moment we're seeing that you cannot. That's right. And it's a wonderful thing to view, I might add. It is wonderful uh, because we have uh, Fox, Murdoch in all sorts of trouble for peddling uh, the big lie. And uh, and we have also uh, the former president, um, Trump, under multiple investigations, including now wire fraud for uh, potentially or allegedly raising money off a big lie. Uh, but we have all sorts of other defamation cases, e. Jean Carroll for Trump defaming her and also a historic rape allegation. It's like had a boss once that used to say the chickens are coming home to roost. It's, yes. To me, that's what it's like. But I want to ask you, what do you think is the number one threat to our society, human, human, humanity's security or um, progress? What what would you say is the number one threat? I think thinking that we can um, bomb our way or bully our way um, mm. into peace. I think we have to start talking to each other. I think we have to start, you know, this whole, um, the one thing that struck me about the leak from that that young man who, who lives like, or used to live, I guess, 40 minutes from me and where he worked is, is 15 minutes from me. So I'm, it's like right here. I text Tara, text Sarah, never Jack, I think his first name was, is that like, how do we expect to have security when you can't really have secrets anymore the technology is such that we're so connected mm. and then then there's the question of well maybe it's all made up but how do you know like mm. there's this there's this sort of suspension of belief which might also be saturn and pisces i don't know but there's this this like we can't keep doing it this way and we're just building bigger nuclear bombs for and and submarines and where is this and where's that what what is that how does that make us safer it doesn't and i think that there's a realization of that um and i think i heard you mention that in one of your readings as well you're like how you know you keep like that that idea that it's just not going to work we have to we have to get along we mm. have to connect yeah. We have to look at it instead of being nation states, we need to be human mm. and we need to see what people need and how we can work together 
to survive this because otherwise we're not going to survive it, honestly. And I think that's one of the choices that we make. And I think it's going to be seen, especially, I think it's the second or third week of, uh, uh, it's the week I leave to go to Ireland that week. Um, we have uh, we have Pluto who's, which stationed stations to, to, uh, retrograde on the 1st of, of May, which is a powerful energetic day, right? May Day. It's a pagan holiday. It's a fertility festival. So so Pluto stops. And then we have Mars come uh we have uh sat um, I'm sorry Jupiter move into Taurus. Yeah. Right? Squares immediately. Right. And then a couple of days later Mars opposes Pluto. So we have we have Mars opposite Pluto. Mars in, in Leo, Pluto in Aquarius, and then uh, uh, Jupiter squaring that. And I feel like this is the point where something happens with the Ukraine because Zelensky's Mars is at, is at that degree of, of, um, of Leo. He has Leo one degree of Leo, mm -hmm. I think, retrograde, the Zelensky one or two degrees. Yeah, Zelensky talking, of course, to uh, Xi Ping um, was, you know, even though I guess, you know, that some in the US might see that as, as differently, I actually thought that was a positive thing. I think it's great. Simply because China has a lot of leverage over Russia. It's uh, Russia is very much subordinate to uh, yeah. China. China. So that should be interesting. Um, I want to also uh, touch on the misinformation aspect. Uh, well, I think that undermines everything. If you if you can't agree on facts, right? <laughs> if you cannot agree on, well, truth can be. You know, there's that saying: truth, what's true to you may not be true to me. But there are the facts, and we yes. have <laughs> muddled through. As a society, by falling back on facts, by falling back on evidence, by falling back on, if you like, the science of things. Um, and, uh, you know, if you can't agree on what the facts are or if you make up alternative facts, as we saw, what that's what happened, of course, it, when Trump came to power in the US, these alternative uh, facts a la conspiracy theories started to arise. If you can't Rebu rebuke them if you can't put them aside and if they start to take hold in the mainstream you know we're done for I don't think they will because of uh what we spoke about earlier on in this podcast um to me my number one positive is that you've got that rejection of the MAGA like um the MAGA like politics uh and that that as that has happened all over the world. That's not just in the US. I use the term MAGA because it spread like a poisonous seed at the time of Trump to other nations. And um, we dealt with it here in Australia. There was a wholesale rejection of that, um, you know, making up stuff for political gain. Let's just put it in its simplest form. They don't believe this. Now, you know, they don't believe what they're saying. They're, they're doing it to in, to encapture the vulnerable and the naive and those that are have a button to be pressed. Um, but 
at the end of the day, when it is going to threaten our security, uh, there's a rejection, a wholesale rejection amongst the majority. And I've been heartened to see in the US uh, some of that in the 2022 midterms wasn't a red way, a red tsunami at all. There was wholesale rejection of your MAGA candidates. What do you see? You might have, you might pick something totally other. What do you see as the number one positive development to counterbalance the very insecure times uh, that we're in at the moment? Um, the I think it's the awakening of the youth. Um, yeah. Because they, they, we've uh, uh, not you and I, of course, but uh, those people in power don't seem to have any interest in what's best for them. I, I, I could enumerate any number of things in America uh, and how the youth are treated, uh, not the least of which they get shot at with AK 47s, which can't make anybody feel too secure. Um, we're, you know, there, we don't. We're really, uh, and, and so, I mean, I don't want to get too negative on that, but I think it's the the waking up. And when you see things like what's going on in Tennessee with the Tennessee Three, mm. and you see what happened in Montana with mm. Zoe Zephyr, uh, and, and the people getting behind their representatives, and then all these people say, no, no, you can't say it. And then don't even get me started on uh, uh, the Dodd decision and Roe v. Wade and all the the, the, mm. the the medicines and trying to control the wombs of women. Oh. It's just, it's, it's like women have the children, they should make the decision. And why should we allow our children to come into a world that's so dystopic? Like, you know, I mean, even, even like animals when they're, and, you know, when they're under stress, they don't have children. Like mm. if there, if there's not enough food, the animals don't make babies. Mm. When there's a lot of food, there's a lot of babies. So mm. they go in with the and and it's going against nature. So, so it, I mean, we started this podcast talking about dystopia. I I I, I do see that there are many elements of dysto a dystopian type of society, particularly coming out of the U.S. at this time. Mm. But I do believe. Um, that we are evolved enough to make it through. Um, I did a reading. I keep getting asked to read. Every time there's a massacre anywhere in the US, people ask me, please, is there going to be gun reform? It's like a pleading with me. Um, I resist doing that time and time again because it's just so goddamn tragic. It really is. Um, however, when I do uh, give in and read on it, I get something extremely unexpected. Yeah. I get that gun reform is a reality, is going to be a reality, that the society, the, your society is going to establish some boundaries. And I get totally surprised. I go, wow. And then when I start to look at it with my logical mind, so psychically gun reform is on its way. Uh, you can't keep going the way you are. Uh, people say put a timeline on it. I think, surprisingly enough, Biden does something before 2024 on this. But I think that, um, you know, maybe some moderate Republicans in swing seats, you know, kind of support him in some way. Um, so I, I don't know. Are we evolved enough to make it? You said at the beginning of the podcast that, uh, you know, maybe, you know, we may or may not be. 
What's your what's your feeling on this? I think we're going to do it, but I'm an optimist. You know, <laughs> I'm. I mean, what? Why? Why invest in 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 the the dystopian side of things? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I think. I don't also, want, I, yeah, there's going to be yeah. casualties along the way, without a doubt. Uh, Vicky, and I, know and I think on on some level we've chosen to be here at this time, right? Mm. So we we all have a part to play, and I, and I almost feel like we're all getting called up into the army of light. Really, is what we're getting called up into do to shine the light on these things to make people aware that there's a different way mm. that we don't have to live this way, and and bring hope to to what seems like a hopeless situation. Yeah, I, um, I look. The I mean, truth. who thought? Who thought Tucker Carlson would be off Fox? Exactly, exactly. And who thought that Fox might be in financial trouble? Well, watch this space. Eventually, they will be, um, and they will be broken up and and operate under different business structures. Um, now uh, we're coming to the end of our podcast. Um, we always ask a big question and we all always pull some tarot cards. Um, so I'm going to ask uh, you, Vicky, um, you can either, yeah, well, look, you. I'll ask you the big question, okay? And you oh, pull no. your tarot cards. You, <laughs> you've got a few minutes to do that. Okay. <laughs> okay. My big question, all right. My big question to you. Okay. So um, we've got literally... Five minutes. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll I'll solve all the problems in five okay. minutes. Okay, all right. Are there higher beings helping humanity out at this time? Just a few cards. Okay. Are there higher beings? The the hierophant. Yeah. Hierophant. So that's yeah. So listening to your inner the hierophant in the in the Kabbalah, the hierophant is is listening to your your inner voice mm. and that inner voice you know we always talk about like aliens and higher vibrational beings but those higher vibrational beings are us mm. it's us we just have to make the connection mm. and that's what that card speaks of mm. so I, we'll, we'll do it's a big question so i'll use more than one card um we the um prince of wands here so we have to get, I always think of that card as getting a show on the road and almost like going out and like in the old days when they would have the tent revivals. I mean, I think we need to come together and start raising the energy for that positivity. Mm. Okay. So what makes the work we do so important here? That's right. Yeah. That's, the three of wands, we're waiting for the ships to come in, right? We're waiting for the mothership. So, yeah. you know what I said to my husband, who's always waiting, Michael, that's what the, the name you see below. That's my husband's name. Yeah, and I'll give him a plug. He's on Facebook uh, under he that. Is. Michael Pagel and uh, Receivings with Michael Pagel, I think okay. he has two. Thumbs he up. Has two. One's a group. What hey, The Michael. Receivings thing, hi, Michael. The Receivings thing is his healing because he does energetic healing. Yeah. But um, I said to him, I said, I said, you know, the mothership is planet Earth, right? Like that's the mothership. She's our mother. So we're gonna have to figure out how to navigate on this ship so we can continue to fly through the through the sky. But mm -hmm. uh yes, I so the quest the answer to the question is yes, there are higher beings. We are part of that. It mm -hmm. we are those beings. Every it's like 
it's almost like we're the connections on the planet. It's almost like a, a grid of light that we're creating. Mm. And one of the reasons I think that we can really change things with our consciousness now is because we are so connected. Yeah. Before we weren't connected in that way. I mean, we could telegraph, we could send a, a letter, mm. but now it's instantaneous. Everything is instantaneous and that's the power. Mm. And the currency is attention. Yeah. That's yeah. the currency. And so what you focus on is, and what you put your energy in is what your life's going to look like and what we're all going to look like. So mm -hmm. I'm not interested in dystopia. No. And here we get to evolution, the higher self. I mean, what is evolution, but moving toward our, our higher selves, listening, communicating Integrate. with our higher selves, um, becoming more embodied or allowing our higher selves to be more embodied. Yes. Yeah. Ah, yes. So, uh, it's, it's wonderful to have, uh, to have you on the show. Um, Vicky, it really is. Uh, I'm honored to be here. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. So head over to Vicky's channel and check her out. She'll, she does daily weather, astro weather forecasts and, uh, and they're, they're great. So head over and have a listen to her, uh, and check out what she's got to offer. Um, but we'll say, uh, we'll say cheerio, as we say in Australia, my father used to say cheerio. So I, I like that. And, uh, we'll be back again. Again with another podcast um, weekly or semi-weekly for me on Random Sage. Uh, but in the meantime, you can check Vicky out. You can check me out on my other channel, Revealing Light, Tarot, Astrology and Spirituality on YouTube, various other platforms. Um, and uh, keep living spiritually because that's where the answer is. Thanks, Vicky, for coming on today. Bye for my now. My pleasure. Bye, everyone. <laughs>